this Google update every few days, how do you handle it? Um, so there are a few ways you can do it. We are more into the data thing. We do not really go and do uh, everything what we used to do like two, two years back or three years back. Luckily, we survived all these updates as well with our own projects and even the client projects as well. Thing like link building is useless. Do this uh, some 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 of my strategy. You know? I know, I know. We we've been in the industry for so long. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I openly say I still use PBNs. AI, Chat GPT three. What's going on, brother? What you've been testing? It's, it's powerful. Hello, guys. Welcome to the SEO Wisdom Podcast. Today, I have a really good friend and one of my mentors who has helped me on my SEO journey since he is, and he's none other than Rohindua. Rohindua, welcome. Hey, what's up, everyone? How are you? Yeah, doing good. I'm just in Bali. Thanks for inviting me for this podcast. It's it's really a pleasure, pleasure to be up here, man. Yes, yes. And how are you doing, brother? Uh, good, man. Good. Busy as always. Busy with the family, with the work, and a lot of changes which have been happening in the SEO world right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that keep us busy and the team all the time. Yes, yes. Yeah, too much is happening, like too many updates, too many, uh, now, chat GPT, three AI, you know, and everybody's talking about it, new strategies. So yeah, lot of yeah, last, last six months been uh, crazy, actually. A lot of, um, uh, there was an October update and then there was a December update, which was a crazy one. And um, then all these AI things started coming up and this chat GPT that just made the whole thing 360 round. So yeah, we, we've been using that thing a lot uh, which probably we'll be talking uh, throughout this podcast as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rohan, before we dive deep into it, uh, for yep. all the listeners that are listening, um, I, I, I'm sure like most of them know you and they know what you do, but maybe you can give them a little introduction. Oh, yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, guys, uh, myself, Rohan Dua, and um, I, I've been practicing SEO for the past 12 years now. Uh, I still remember the days when the SEO was very new. In in that case, we used to publish the content, and the content was like ranking up on on page two or page one, uh, pretty much uh, within twenty four to forty eight hours. So yeah, that that's a time uh, when we started SEO. And uh, by profession, uh, I did my engineering in mechanical engineering, and my master's was in artificial intelligence. And that's one of the reasons why I'm really um, I'm really enjoying this AI thing right now. So yeah, 2012, when there was a big transition myself, I planned a big overseas um, thing, uh, moved along with my family back to India. I was in Australia at that time. So yeah, uh, that, that was the time I was thinking like, what should I start working on? And that was the thing when this uh, SEO thing clicked my mind. So I started purchasing the website, started working on them, lots of files and uh, lots of wins were going on. And then slowly and slowly it building out my interest in SEO. Um, so right now um, we got a team of about like 60 people, full-time uh, people working for us. Many, many, and there are many people in the, in the remote uh, areas as well. So yeah, that's, that's another thing. And um, yeah, but we've been enjoying all this, enjoying all the journey, working for 200 plus projects right now, uh, which is crazy. So a lot of automations going on at our place um, and just just loving this um, SEO and family life kind of a balance as well. Wow. Wow. Beautiful introduction, introduction brother. 
Uh, you know, I, I was just thinking today, like, when was the first time we met? And yeah, it's been a long while. And it was like somewhere around maybe three, four years ago when I was uh, coming out yeah. of this whole Corona thing. And I yeah, saw your yeah, interviews with, one. yeah. And I saw your interviews yeah. with Chris Walker, you know? And yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, true. And you mentioned like you from Amritsar, like my same uh, same town I was in. And I was like, I need to message yeah, this guy, cool. you know? He, he sounds oh, yeah. really cool. And he's, For everyone who doesn't know, like Sarkid's place and my place is like 10 minutes drive, maybe, yeah, probably. Minutes, yeah. drive. So something like that. That's the other thing. He doesn't stay here. He is more into kind of a digital nomad life up in Bali or Dubai. But yeah, it's it's not too far, actually. So that's one of the reasons we have met a uh, few times uh, throughout all this year, have spent a good time together, have a lot of discussion about uh, this digital marketing things and a lot of opportunities kind of things as well. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the best part about, you know, messaging you and what dragged me towards meeting you was, you know, like your humility. Like every interview you were doing, you were sharing so much knowledge and you were just like so simple to the point, you know, no bragging and nothing like that because, you know, in our SEO community, there could be like some uh, SEOs who just like, see, I'm this, I'm that. And I'm like, oh, I like this guy, you know? Yeah, uh, well, that's what I believe. Like, I think the knowledge should be given to everyone. If if you know anything, rather than I should go and uh, start uh, disclosing all that information by the time it gets absolute, it's much better to start involving the people and uh, telling them that what kind of testing we are working on and maybe try to get their inputs as well. A lot of people we started on and now we are a closed community with those SEOs as well. And uh, we, we do invite them for, all right, this kind of testing we are doing, would you, would you want to be a part of that? And the same thing they are actually doing now as well. It's kind of an idea I got it from, uh, I remember uh, Kyle Roof. He, right, he do right. the same thing. He has got a uh, kind of a close community of uh, SEOs who do right. a lot of testing together. So we we thought like uh, going the same, pretty much in the same fashion as well. So I got um, a full-time, uh, three full-time guys who are not doing any kind of office stuff and they are more into the day-to-day -day testing with myself as well. So I just tell them at the very start of the month, all right, this is what we are going to start working on. This is how we need to involve and in getting more on-page stuff and off-page and uh, all, all the different parameters. And then they their work is to keep executing that thing. Right, right. Uh, day in day out so it's it's just a lot more easy that way and then uh, obviously the other seos are helping as well so uh, yes the knowledge should has to be given uh rather than just keeping like and thinking that oh i should not tell yeah. anyone it's much better to just uh, share the stuff with yeah. uh, with everyone in the community this community has given me a lot yeah, so yeah it's sure. just doing our part yeah. um coming back to what you were saying um yeah beautiful strategy i think uh, coming back to what you're saying about uh, testing, you know, so yep. you said you test with three people full time. Like, how does it look like for for our listeners? Like, um, is it is it like uh, you give them certain uh, strategies or certain tools to play around with? And then they come up with like s specific yeah. uh, new nugget or something. Um, yeah, we, uh, like you said previously, I always try to keep things simple right. rather than just completing yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah. What we do I believe in the same thing. As you're simple, yeah, keep it simple. try to tell them that uh, what we want in, in all this month. So uh, on the different test projects we are working on, it could be GMB, it could be the affiliate site. So it could be uh, even the 
client sites as well. So we simply drill down that all these different 15 kind of a tests we're going to do. The test could be simple. It could be like, um, all right, uh, the test could be one of the tests we, we were working on is to test out this AI headlines. Right. Why is it that AI headlines are because um, AI can probably, they've got a big data set of things. So maybe they can actually go and write the, um, write the prompt much better. So they can go and write the headlines much better. We, we just know it's just all about testing. Right. So right. what we're doing is we, we are trying to test out few things, few uh, backlink strategies we are testing as well. So uh, it's just a lot more easy. So we simply go and tell them, all right, these are the 15 tests we need to do, just execute them up. So they're gonna start executing all things, uh, all those things. And the parameters, how we go and uh, test if they are really working or not, it's with the help of the rank trackers. So we we add all these keywords in the rank tracker and on day-to-day -day basis, we try to figure out, okay, the rankings are going up or is it going down? Um, so what kind of changes we made? So we always try to keep the log files for them. Okay. So okay. that's the beauty. We, we always try to keep every single log file so that we can go and reflect that thing. Okay, this is where we started the test. This is where we are now. And this uh, is kind of a result. But uh, the for testing, example, but the testing uh, sorry to cut you out, but the testing you yes. said for a lot of uh, like, I'm also wondering like, uh, is it is it like on client sites or dummy sites? Like, or you mix it up? Um, well, it, it can be client sites sometime as well, but we don't really do too much testing on the client sites okay. because clients are sometimes like uh, they don't really understand what's going on. Right. So that's where I told you, like we have got a lot of test sites as well. So though we, we try to work more on those test sites because uh, see, there is no point of actually start doing the work and implementing them up straight away on the client sites if he doesn't know what gonna be the result of the thing is. And that's why, why I, I'm calling it as a testing. For example, one of the recent tests I did with SEO Power Suit, we, we already know these guys, SEO Power Suit, they are, they are, um, um, they are pre um, seasoned guy in the industry. So they've got a SEO Power Suit software as well. So uh, with the testing, it was all about using their, uh, basically the content editor, uh, recommendations and comparing that recommendations with the surfer. So uh, I just told them, like I said, like I want to use your um, your recommendations. I want to use the surfer recommendations as well. I want to see what kind of results are coming in, and I want to keep yourself involved into that too. So that that was kind of a test we did it. It took uh, we we made uh, the content changes for those those both of them both copies. We added those both copies on a different pages on our test projects, and then we started comparing up that how's the things are going. So we use that software called SEOtesting.ai, I think, and uh, that uh, that's where we connect our Google Search Console, and that tells us all right how's the movements are going on, yeah. and at the same time we can see those movements along with our uh, rank trackers as well. So rank trackers and that GSC movements and that uh, the SEO testing.com even can tell us like, um, how's the impression like in the last 30 days, what kind of changes has been. So it's more kind of a summary, which you can get it with that software. So um, that's, that's how we play around with our, um, with our uh, test projects. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. I, I mean, I also do something similar Rohin, like, um, yeah. We'll get like a couple of sites and we'll play around with certain types of anchors and certain types of link types and see how the rank tracker actually does. I mean, I'll start it on my own personal projects. 
And if the personal project takes off, I'll just copy it to all my clients. And I think testing, analyzing, and just implementing is the easiest way to learn SEO today. Exactly, exactly. Because there is all about data. So now in our agency, we have built out a lot of Python scripts and a lot of in-house Google Sheet add-ons as well. That is just to collect the data and play around with that. And uh, uh, once the data is with you, you can do a lot of uh, testing in the way you can figure out, all right, um, I can I can make these changes and it might gonna reflect the changes to this page in this fashion. So uh, it's it's important that we should be knowing that how we are using and blending that data to get the outcome we really want. Right. So it's uh, uh, you're right. The testing is very important these days. The old same kind of uh, theories like all right, add these many keywords or yeah. send this many backlinks to the page. It's it's not really something works. Even for the same site, one of a suburb, for example, the plumbing suburb and. Uh, um, uh, Plumbing, uh, let's say Sydney, you're working on the results could be different from plumbing Melbourne for the same client. Maybe they, that's a nationwide client. So it's it's important to figure out what's going on and then uh, start implementing the things accordingly. Sweet, brother. Sweet. But, you know, like after listening to what you have to share about testing, analyzing, I feel like it also needs like a very ingenious mind, you know, just like you said, like you were in to artificial intelligence, you got your degree. Yep. And yeah. for a normal person or a normal agency owner to think like this, you know, like it, it takes lots of brains, you know, like just to play around yeah. with things and stuff. Exactly right. Exactly right. A, lo a lot of um, time is actually required as well. And especially you need a lot of uh, skilled people in your team who understand or having the same kind of a mindset um, as like us and who knows like uh, how we need to read and implement the data or interpret the results we need it. Otherwise, it's just a waste. I mean, like there are plenty of tools available in the market. You can simply um, crawl any single website, but if you doesn't know how to read that information, it's not really going to help at all. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So as you know, like um, so much is changing in SEO. I was just thinking about it like from last year, even like a few months ago to now we are in February, February, March, yeah. by the time this podcast come out. Um, yeah, this Google update every few days or every week, other week, you know, and yeah. yeah, like I'm playing around, you know, of like kind of surviving each Google update for my clients and stuff in my own little, you know, like, uh, link volume and, you know, keeping it, keeping the authority that high that it does not really hit, you know, like, uh, uh, the client's side and he can, he can surpass the update. But what, what what would you say, like, what's in-house in terms of, like, you handling the updates, how you relate, how your team uh, does the update rollouts? How do you handle it? Um, so there are a few ways you can do it. I mean, like, say, we uh, are, like I previously said, we are more into the data thing. We do not really go and do uh, everything what we used to do like two two years back or three years back. So it's kind of a constant changes we need to make. Luckily, we survived all these updates as well with our own projects and even the client projects as well. Yeah, one of two of the projects I do remember out of such a big pool of projects we've been working on, which had a dip, but we know what kind of uh, things we need to make it, uh, make it to that. Maybe they were in the early stages of 
the projects as well. So yeah, the team has to get updated what's going on. So uh, we try to figure out what's going on, what we need, the changes we need to make in the projects, if there is any kind of sync, and um, just need to keep working on that. And and one of um, uh, one of our testing thing, myself and Ravi were doing together. Ravi, my partner, was doing together. Was like we have got a um, uh, Google uh, sheet in which we have integrated that uh, SEM Rush API as well. And that uh, thing tells us on a day to day basis how the movements are actually going up. And then we got all those traffic lights into that, which tells me all right the movements are going up or down, so that we can take a prompt actions to those. So these things are really important that whenever there is an update, you should be prompt enough to pick it up really quickly. One of the good thing, what I always tell my, uh, my team members are, all right, if they feel like there is an update and the rankings are going down, then you go and check it out when before the updates who were in the top 10 rankings and who are in the top 10 rankings wow. now and then try to tolerate that, that's a good one uh, that's a good one any common common guys yeah. one of a good software which can do it because most of uh, most of time you can't really see the top 10 results uh, google top 10 results uh, with every rank record but sub robert um, has got that feature in in that one you can literally figure out for the past 90 days or even when you edit the project that you can see all right uh, at this time there is a big uh, up climb in the ranking or even a drop in the ranking and the google update was at that time as well you can see all right before the google update who were the top 10 rankings when i was there too maybe and uh, after the update, who are the top 10 guys? And then you can just uh, uh, basically take that data and you can start uh, understanding like what's going on. What 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 are the wins that guys has got that um, they are still in the top 10 or maybe I'm not. So that's that's something we need to figure out. But like I said, it's, it's very important. Yes, there's been a lot of changes. For example, the helpful content update was there. Then the link uh, spam update came in December as well. But uh, we we need to understand that they are here to make your process refined. So um, as far as we are ahead of the game, yeah. I think we are good. And that's that's one of reason, like you said, anchor text or um, even the on-page changes. We need to understand what's going on. If do I really need to dissolve to be on the page one? And if the answer is yes, then you don't need to worry about that. Yeah. But if there is something we are trying to do fishy stuff, then obviously uh, maybe we're going to survive this time, but next time we're going to uh, crank it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like um, I, I say something similar as well, like uh, from what you have told me, it's about like the update mindset, you know, when it comes, you shouldn't be stressed. You should just look at the signs what yes. the first page is looking now versus before and what adjustments you can make basically. And you'll probably, if you site sync little, or you went from a page two or page three, you might come to yeah. page one after you make all the adjustments. Who knows? You know, you just need to be positive. Exactly, exactly. You just need to be positive about it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, like, just today I was uh, just scrolling through my YouTube feed, you know, and there's this video pop pops up, you know, on the, my YouTube feed, uh, YouTube feed. And the video titles something like, Link Building is Useless do this uh some 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 of, my, some of my strategy and i was cracking so hard because i don't know like all the seos i meet or all the people i hang out like yourself 
I don't know a single person not doing link building in their niches or in their site. So what what are your thoughts on people who just say, don't do link building, just do good content and you will get rewarded? What are your thoughts on that? It's just a one-sided game. Yeah. Uh, the Both the things has to work out together. The, um, like I always say, the links are not really going to help if the on-page basics hasn't been done properly. So the links will definitely get to complement. We do the link building for our projects as well. We, we spend a good amount of money on the on the uh, building out the links for our projects. Why we do it? Because we know there is a benefit of link building. We are, we are doing a lot of work. A lot of people, I mean, like they get suspicious about uh, using PBNs. I know, I know. We, we've been in the industry for so long. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I openly say I still use PBNs. I use PBNs for all my uh, personal projects as well. And uh, doesn't mean that I am going to use it because I don't want to see my project, uh, basically see my site in the rankings later on. No, I know that how you, you need to use it. As far as you are aware about how you have to use it, what kind of link velocity you have to use, and uh, uh, what is the best way to host those PBNs as well. I've got nearly like 800 uh, PBNs as like you as well. Yeah. And um, it, it's just important. We need to understand. Uh, uh, one of one of guy actually told me. I remember like few days back. He said like Rohan, um, what if this uh, gonna tank my site rankings in Google? I'm, I'm sitting in the car. I said like, all right, if that's the case, then I'm probably gonna go and point these PBNs to one yeah, of your competitor. Um, competitor sites. I'm gonna rank them, uh, tank them up. You automatically gonna go up in the rankings. I said like, yeah. not really going to happen, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, you need to understand to whom you are using and uh, uh, to do it because uh, yeah. uh, one of a bigger mistake a lot of times people actually do in the SEO industry and especially the SEO agencies just to save a bit of a dollar they just keep on moving from one vendor to the another and from second to the third yeah. and keep going on yeah. one but, but I always feel like one of the best way to succeed in in the business we are doing is, like just stick stick to the people because mm. you're gonna understand their mindset. Just give uh, give uh, give them a kind of a uh, trust Loyalty. that hey, I'm I'm here to listen to you. I'm giving you the full liberty to do the work in your way you do, and uh, we're gonna show you the results accordingly. Yeah. But if you start moving from one vendor to another or third vendor, then it's it's very hard. But uh, link building is super important. Today it was, and definitely it's going to be important in the in the future as well. But the links should pass some kind of editorial process. I mean, like it should not be the Web 2.0 kind of things. The Web 2.0 kind of things really going to help you out with the topical and geo relevancy. But if you're saying like it's going to move the needle, no, it is not going to move the needle at all. You need yeah. the powerful links going to your site as well. Yeah, yeah, completely agreed. But one thing, uh, very surprisingly, you t telling me you have an eight hundred PB site network. You never told me, bro. Maybe after this yeah. podcast, you give me your email and I send you like a business proposition or something to expand things. Yeah, no, 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 I'm no, just kidding. A lot of um, a lot of sites we have scaled. Uh, we actually moved a lot of domains from SEO DN inventory to our PBN inventory as well now because uh, we are slowly and slowly get more into this uh, this particular SEO thing and in media buying rather than having a different kind of businesses. That's one of the reasons we are not really promoting that SEO DN or that, um, that brand anymore because we are moving more into this digital marketing thing right now. 
but uh, yeah that's that's uh, that's one of reason but uh, most of the time we use our our inventory for our own projects because we've been working on so many projects right now too and uh, even for our our managed uh, agency projects only awesome, so we, we awesome. not really do much into retail going on going on yeah awesome yeah i mean i just uh, coming to pvns like i just uh, made a video uh two days ago like ranking yep. my site completely with pvns and air content it's already yep. got 500 views without me mentioning on my email list or facebook yep. it just it's just going you know it's picking up by the industry so coming to what's trending ai chat gpt3 what's going on brother what you've been testing it's, it's powerful it's powerful, powerful no doubt and uh, we've been using open ai a lot in arm uh, in our proper processes as well to increase the productivity. If yeah. you if you're gonna ask me to use the AI for the content, no, I'm not using it. Yeah. I, I I honestly tell you, I'm not really using uh, OpenAI for for the content side. Yes, we are using it a bit for the for the Web 2.0s or maybe some kind of like a um, like a, the cheapest kind of thing as well. But uh, we are not really using them for for content on our money side. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the difference. The content on the money side, or even the content on the on the parasite pages, it's uh, it's still okay. Money side, no, I don't do use it. I'm using more AI as a, as an assistant to do the research part for which we we used to do a lot of work manually. So now the team is happy. I mean, like they have to punch in a couple of li uh, lines and they get the results state by, for example, the schema codes, for example, that uh, catch your titles. So we can just simply go and yeah. say, all right give me some catchy titles for this topic. They're going to give you the topics. And then we need to uh, ask the writers to start writing it about, or you can go and tell AI that I want uh, I want to create a blog on this particular topic and create me um, categories. So they're going to give you categories, then the subcategories, they're going to give you a subcategories. Then you can create your entire pillar structure. So the homework kind of thing, the outline structure, that's something we are using with the AI. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've even polished all my uh, email marketing, basically autoresponder series and everything with the AI as well. We, uh, all those white, uh, white label videos, shorts and everything, we are uh, preparing those scripts with the AI. So yeah, we've been using this a lot, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I think with just time, like this stuff is just gonna get better and better. But my, yeah. my question for you, do you think like Google can ever detect AI? Like it's it's um, getting very questionable in the community. Like everybody's talking about yeah. it and discussing. Well, yeah, they definitely can. Right. Because see how hard is that? Who are building their own model, bred AI, and for, for them to figure out um, and match the data points. So Google works on the data point. It's an algorithm. For an algorithm, it's not too hard. They're the PhD guys sitting uh, over there who've been writing the code all day long. How hard it is for them to just switch on the button and say, all right, just pick it up the sites like that. I'm not saying it's bad, uh, but like I said, for me, it's not a very big concern because like I said, I am not using AI for my content writing kind of thing. I think that for, for, for that particular purpose, we still need to use the writers because the human touch and that thing is very important because maybe I'm going to save some money today, but tomorrow maybe those sites going to get hurt and we cannot really take that kind of risk with the client sites. 
So, uh, so that's that's one of reason. But we're still doing a lot of testing on the AI uh, content right now. Who knows that maybe the view gonna get changed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in a we month just have so. to we just have to wait and watch out. You know, like for all the things that kind of evolve and just see if it's yeah, gonna exactly. take over. Exactly, because I believe the next uh, update, uh, because there is everywhere in the community is is chat GPT or AI is going on. So I think the next update probably be more focused not around uh, backlinks or something it could be more focused around ai because mm. uh, that's how the google actually react to the situations every single time if you see mm. whenever they were uh, they were like um, any uh, on page stuff for example then google used to come as as a hit for that one and uh, uh, they always roll the updates to make make the search much better Right. But an AI is something definitely going to hit them. So they, they need to roll out some kind of an update, as I believe, uh, very soon. They'll probably be waiting for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, we'll, have, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see. Well, uh, coming, coming to my next question for you, brother. You know, yeah. like in SEO, there's so many different niches, even like you running a link building agency versus I also run a link building, you know, business and stuff. And you yep. get so many niches, so many keywords, so many, you know, yep. like data. What would you say, like, how different is it, like, ranking one site, let's say, in local to ranking another site in e-com? Like, how different it is? Um, say the basic fundamentals, SEO fundamentals are still the same. Mm. It's not really going to change uh, if you're working on, let's say, on on a local side, or if you're going to work on e-com. Yes, there are few things gonna get changed. Uh, for example, with the e-com, it's more kind of clusters which work. Uh, so uh, when it comes to e-com, it most like we need to work on the collection pages as well. We need to work on the product pages as well. Then we cannot really hit uh, the, and, and the budget of, of course is a, is a big thing as well. Because uh, when the client is coming on a limited budget and they want to work on, uh, want us to work on their e-com project, then it's it's definitely be a be an issue because there's so many collection pages, so many product pages. We cannot really directly hit the uh, product pages with the backlinks as well. So that's that's where the uh, we need to be a little bit biased. But yes, the fundamentals are the same. Fundamentals it's are just same. like some extra strategies we need to work on um, on locals and e-coms for example with the local um it, uh, we we do all those schemas local schemas we do local profiles geo networks kind of thing it uh, that is another way to tell google that hey i'm a real business i live in this area so help me rank better in that particular area for this particular keyword whereas in in e-com it's more kind of a nationwide keywords Nationwide keywords is like uh, when when uh, the client wants to rank for in 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 maybe in Sydney in Melbourne in in for those areas for the same kind of uh, collection pages. That's where the whole overall things do get changed because uh, we have to work on some bigger keywords that time. And of course, for bigger keywords, the budget uh, plays an important role. Yeah, as well. for sure. And and coming to you saying uh, bigger keywords and stuff. Well, that's my follow up question. Like. Let's say you get a client with the uh, 25,000 index keywords and half a million traffic and they're like, okay, Rohin, we have been here at this level for the last few months. We want to take things to a 2 million uh, traffic, like 4X. So yeah. what would you suggest uh, 
a client like that? What would be the link numbers? What would be the budget? What, what, what what's what's the entire strategy? Um, well, with this kind of clients, because we do have some kind of clients like that, um, it's usually we try to find out the opportunities, the, where the opportunities are. Maybe, for example, we can tell them, all right, share. Uh, we go into their Google search console and we try to figure out for this particular uh, keywords, for this kind of keyword or this client, uh, how many keywords are getting the impressions and even the clicks, but those keywords are, does not exist on the pages at all. So we have got our own Python scripts for it. We do have released a Google Sheet add-on on uh, Google Sheet Marketplace as well. So if you go and search for SEO research tools, you're going to find out that particular add-on as well. So that add-on do the do the very much the same thing. It find out some golden nuggets in, in the client site and it tells us, all right, they, if we take the data from Google Search Console, we, if we crawl every single page in the background and we're going to say, all right, for this keyword, if this keyword exists in H1, H2, or the body content. And then we use the filters and figure out, all right, these keywords are worth targeting in the page because without the existence of the keyword, the client is still getting the tra uh, traffic and impressions. So if you target it well, maybe the client start going um, going from position number 10, for example, to position number one. That's one thing. Obviously, the second thing is the content gaps. With that's where the content uh, gap, we, we try to find out, all right, for this client, maybe it's worth targeting these uh, particular keywords. And if the clients say, yes, these, these are the good keywords we can go with, then we ask our writers to go and start creating those outlines and create the proper content pages for those. And that's, that's, that's another thing. And the third thing is, which is our quick wins. That's something we do it all the time. Every time is uh, we, we drop uh, through that client site in href and then we go to position five to 20, for example, and then uh, the search volume is something kind of if it's a high bigger traffic site then we try to figure out the search volume which is above 500 searches per month and then we see how many keywords a client has called which are sitting with position 5 to 20 and search volume of 500 plus so maybe href gonna tell me okay they have got nearly like let's say 500 keywords or 1000 keywords which are sitting between 5 to 20 then we say, all right, let's start the link building for these particular pages or the on-page optimization if required for these pages because it's easy for us to move these pages which, which is sitting on page one or page two to the top results rather than something working on a new page or even the page which is sitting like, let's say, page five or six or ten onwards. So uh, this is how we start rolling out more traffic to them and show more value to these guys uh, in, a, in a short span of time. Right, right. And yeah, great points, great points. I mean, I'm also like learning a lot from uh, asking you these questions. I should have got my notebook actually, but I'll ask you again <laughs> after this call. But what yeah. I was going to say, like, what are the link numbers looking, brother? Because I feel like, um, because I got a client and they came with the e-com site and I was like 500 PBN links, these many niche edits and these many guest posts. And they kind of like relied the first month campaign and traffic almost got doubled. And now they just want to, scale up you know the link numbers so what would you suggest these kind of people who are playing like the big big uh ball niche you know like what what the numbers looking bro Sisake, it's it's really hard to say without looking into the side or right. without looking at the pages itself because it's otherwise it's going to be more kind of a guesswork from my end because see you are telling them based on the pages which you have reviewed or right. analyzed 
Um, so it's it's easy for you to tell them, but if without looking at the side, it's it's more it depends. Kind of, uh, it depends. Uh, Let's just send it there. It depends. Yeah, but uh, but usually we we start with like ten or twenty uh, backlinks every single page, and then we see how those uh, movements are going on. If the, if there is upside or downside, or whatever. But we we try to keep a very close eye. Then we start ramping it up more accordingly. Um, I, I personally don't go much aggressive uh, right. with with the things unless until I analyze and see. All right, there is a calculative risk. I can take it up here. Um, but otherwise, in the first month or, or so, I always go slow and I increase the speed. Uh, once we get into the month two or month three, link that's, velocity. That's link ve- you increase the link velocity with time, right? Yes. Yes, the link velocity, we, I always go slow and then I start ramping it up from month two or month three onwards. And do you have like any specific link velocity you follow? Or it just depends again? No, I don't I don't have any particular link velocity yeah, in mind. I always go with uh, with the data we usually get. And then based on the data, we, we try to uh, see like what kind of backlinks we need to send them. If the if the niche areas could be good or should we go with the, with hyper theme guest posts? Uh, hyper theme guest posts are more kind of when we uh, create the post, taking consideration their geo relevancy. And that's something I was talking to Chris Walker the other day. And uh, Chris was very much interested in these kind of things as well for their, for their projects too. So, um, that's kind of thing we say all right this is a client so we always try to keep their primary keyword in the in the title uh, meta title even in the in the h1 even in the url and in the first 100 words very close to their branded anchor text so if they, if their site is uh, rohindua.com for example then we always use the rohindu as an anchor text but we keep the primary anchor in the close proximity to that so we try to figure out based on the data that what kind of link we have to use and what kind of link velocity we have to uh, roll out as well um, and then based uh, based on that but uh, usually uh, i go slow in month one but I, I i go ramp it up very quickly in the month two or month three once we get a bit of an idea how the um, rankings are reacting to those particular yeah. backlinks we have sent in yeah yeah yes i, I do something similar as well seeing yeah. how google reacts to the situation and adapt accordingly perfect yes perfect. true that's true and uh, yeah, I think we've covered AI, we covered uh, PBNs, backlinks, the tools, the testing you do with the team. There's a, there's a lot of information. I think for the people who are watching, they're going to get a lot from uh, this podcast. Yep. Let's say podcast, right? And yeah. it's just two brothers, SEO brothers having conversation, you know, like at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. And no, I, I personally, um, we, we, uh, there's been a lot of tools which we've been using in our um in our agency right now for example screaming frog we all know screaming frog so we take a feed from screaming frog and then we um we have got like a different google sheet add-ons some of them we have uh, those scripts we have uh, created ourselves um and then those scripts what they do is they take the feed from google analytics google search console and then they give us kind of recommendations they tell us all right for this particular page this is a poor engagement coming in and um the ctr is very low it's it's more kind of easy way to figure out that uh, uh, what steps we have to take in consideration because see maybe i am very good in reading out the data but i need to produce the 
things in a way so that it should be easy for my team as well to understand and to implement too because they are the one who has to do the work on the ground level so uh, that's where or when i create any kind of sops video sops or anything i always take in consideration like um what uh, steps um i have to or how simple i can make the things for them so that they can understand even newbie who is coming on board after a week they can do the and implement the things easily as well and that's that's how that's where the tools and the scripts really going to be helpful and that's one of the reason why we created all those uh, scripts for example i think I, I shared with you last time when we met that um, we have created a script in which you can load it out like um, maybe like 300 urls and in the next row, you can load out your anchor text and just click the button. It's going to tell you straight away. It will crawl the basically the backlink in the background. And it will tell you straight away, like if that page is 404, if the anchor text is okay, or maybe sometimes it happened, like you pay the dollars uh, to uh, to some high-end bloggers. And then once the they get the payment, they sometimes get fishy and they remove the anchor text as well. Or they mark the anchor text as no follow in the background. And because we cannot really see each and everything on a day-to-day -day basis, and that's where these scripts really going to be helpful to figure out. So I, I, I feel like the tools are something are very important. The agency automation is very important as well, rather than spending all our time day in, day out on, on um, in getting the uh, working on the projects. So it's important to just uh, follow kind of a process. For example, I always follow the process which I um, understood or maybe learned a few years back from that uh, Timothy Ferris uh, four-hour work week, which is oh, <laughs> I was just thinking uh, about yeah. it. I was going to ask, yeah, like, just, yeah. yeah. Just define all your problems. Yeah. Just define all your problems and then see what problems are just chewing up your time and not really giving us any results. And just remove uh, those tasks from your list and the rest of stuff just automate as much as you can and then it comes to uh, liberation yeah. so just uh, uh, give a liberty to your team so that they can take the command they can roll it and they can do it uh, further for example we got a bigger team it's it's very hard for me to go and spawn or uh, talk to every single of my team member. That's where we have got team leads. So the whole hierarchy structure in this way, like I usually talk to my team members only and uh, they, they control the whole team all by themselves. So uh, whenever there is new hirings are involved, uh, we we have got a um, we got a process in place for the hirings as well. But I always ask my team lead to jump on a call when we are doing any new hirings, so that they they should know if this guy is a right fit to take their instructions or not. So it's it's important to involve the teams uh, in the overall process too. Yes. Yes, and they they need to kind of like meet your energy of things as well sometimes because I feel like when you hire your people, like your you build a culture, you know, and they have to kind of like uh, be able to communicate and follow up your instructions and and just be on that level of you know feedback or just like uh, you know integrity and honesty. Like, what are your thoughts? What, what would you say to the listeners? Like, what are the best best pointers for hiring new team members there are a lot of people they have businesses um affiliate size agencies and local businesses like how yep. they should go on about hiring the correct team members um 
see most of time um, we try to hire the people who does not have too much experience in seo because whoever is coming in with a lot of experience trust me or not i've seen from my personal experience it's very hard to train them because, <laughs> because they're, they they're really cocky and stuff right and uh, to uh, to give you um, so let's say we are going and telling them or i do this they probably have to take a shortcut have to do it their way yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. where the fresh are really going to be very very helpful we we hire a lot of it guys we hire a lot of um, um, uh, college students uh, these engineers as well and uh, the reason for hiring the freshers are because first thing i've got a lot of faith on the on the uh, sops the one which i have created because i know they are super simple for them to understand and implement and the second thing is like that guy is coming with with a lot of energy uh, on board and uh, uh, to learn something so first thing that guy doesn't know and the second thing is like he wants to learn something so uh, he gonna understand the process and gonna implement thing that thing step by step with no step skip and that's that's how i do it and trust me it really works great girls they're always much better <laughs> um, that's uh, uh, in, in doing the work that's yeah. other thing and especially the customer service so i've got more guys in the boys uh, who are in the seo team but when it comes to the customer service or day-to-day -day stuff uh, i i feel like uh, the girls they are they are much better yeah, they yeah, yeah. Are much better and they're, they're very uh, good writers as well they're very good writers like they're very good writers exactly right that's they're very very good writers uh, uh, as well so I, I personally feel like uh, hiring is something important, but yeah, just give them the liberty, hire the right people and always involve your team leads into, into the things so, and, and have a good retention packages for them. Yes. When it comes to retention packages, like for example, uh, we've got a retention package is we help them out with the, with the affiliate sites. And we sell them. We tell them, all right, you don't need to rely just on the uh, on the salaries only. You need to actually go and start building out your own projects. That's where we're gonna spend that uh, time and money along with you as well. So we're gonna spend our resources. You can use our tools and all that, and um, uh, just build out your own uh, projects. So just help them out. Sometimes if uh, it happens, like we tell them, all right, we're going to host those projects on our uh, servers and domains uh, is something we're going to spend as well. The link building and everything we're going to spend as well. And whatever the income, uh, we're going to get it after the, uh, for those affiliate projects, we're going to split it in some way. So the major portion goes to them. Some portion comes to us because we are spending in the form of overheads as well. But the beauty is like they, they get on the board with us for, for quite a long time in that way. That's a beautiful so, way. That's a beautiful way to motivate people, I think. Like, yeah, we need yeah, to yeah. give them some kind of like a retention, yeah. I guess. You know what I do? Like, with some of my team members, like, I do something similar and I'm just like, you don't have to rely on me completely. I'll help you get more like clients outside it. If it does not yeah. uh, bother my workload and you can handle yeah. more people from outside, I'll help you get those people. And I do refer. Yeah. Uh, them people and and also like i'll just give them you know uh, like some tips on maybe how to meditate or how to you know be stress-free yeah. and how to have a better relationship with your family or your wife or your husband wh whosoever yeah. it is in the situation and following up yeah. uh the next question like how do you do seo life balance you know because i feel like most of the seos i've met personally not all of them just some of them 
they sometimes are very stressed and they have very compulsive kind of behaviors and they're just like into this SEO and you know they, they, they kind of like stress all the time like so and looking at you like I see I see some light you know I see you've been you know <laughs> keeping away from the laptop and you're just like balancing things out so what's the advice you can give to our fellow listeners um, yeah exactly the uh, the only way which you can get out of all this day-to-day stress is to like you previously said, automating your things, have a strong systems in place. Otherwise, you, you're going to be in the in the thing all the time. Yeah. You need to uh, make kind of thing, all right, that first things are like you need to set up your routine. Yeah. Routine is like I need to sit that many hours unless until there is something super important going on. Otherwise, um, uh, I'm not really going to work on anything else. Right. So that being said, uh, try to define your problems and then automate those problems. There are two different ways to do it. And so uh, let's let's take it this way. For example, we are doing a lot of sales stuff right now. And then we we try to, and, and we were sending out the manual emails to the guys. So that was a kind of a lot of time we were wasting on sending out the emails and then figuring out when the follow-up has to go, when the second follow-up has to go, what we need to write it down with the follow-ups. So what I did, I created a kind of a Google sheet uh, setup with a different uh, tabs and all that in which you select it on, like, all right, once the call is done, you select the first tab and then it's still, it just automates everything after that the, uh, throughout the complete customer lifetime journey. You know what I mean? So you need to take this little bit of steps uh, out of the thing. First of all, you need to figure out that what is something which is wasting a lot of my time. And then you simply go and um, uh, automate those things. And whatever is left with, just focus on those. And you're going to see there's not much work you need to spend that way in front of laptop, especially. Yeah, great, great info, great info. I mean, I, I do something similar as well. I'll just like communicate with my clients occasionally. Then I'll uh, I have a team member. He handles the VAs and the another team member. He ha- handles the link building part and all the websites that run under our network. And then I'll just keep the communication and strategize. And yeah, I think you just need to have SOPs ready for your team and just kind of like play around uh with how you can get more stuff done by putting in the less hours because i feel like that's how you become a better seopreneur you know like entrepreneur and exactly yeah because if you have to spend all your time in front of the laptop you ca- you can't really think much yeah you cannot really think of the different ideas how and uh, you can scale your entire business so scaling the business is is another thing on top of that yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, if, you, if you're spending all the time looking at the rankings and stuff, like you're not going to be patient. You're going to become impatient with time and then you're going to end up being like, SU is dead. SU is not for me. I'm changing my line of profession. Like yeah, you've seen some true. people do it. So yeah, guys, just, just get off your screen. You know, you don't have to be like <laughs> <laughs> checking the Google updates, the Google rankings, what's happening. And just, just, yeah, just have the SEO life balance. And Rohin, you mentioned like you have um, uh, lots of different businesses, different business partners. And like some of them I'm aware, like your personal brand, rohindua.com. And then there's Rank Jacker. Then there's Outreach Warriors, Search Combat. Am I missing something? 
Yes, so uh, there are a few domains we accidentally opened up. So Outreach Warrior was definitely one of them. Uh, we never focus on Outreach Warrior at all. Uh, uh, but uh, the main brand, what we've been working right now is either Rank Checker. Rank Checker is one of company which has started like um, eight years back. And uh, uh, another one is uh, Search Combat, of course, with Ravi. You know that. So um, Search Combat and Rank Checker, they both are having same uh, kind of a businesses, same kind of a, uh, basically services, but different clientels. So all different clientels in, in them. But uh, yeah. Uh, mainly we are more into manage SEO campaigns. We are working closely with agencies right now. So um, we've been working with a lot of uh, guys from US, UK, Australia, especially. And uh, yeah, that's all about it. SEO DN. Oh is, yeah, I heard about your acquisition um, SEO DN yeah. last year. Can you can yeah, you just exactly. uh, go into a little story how it happened and how you guys decided and how was the process was it easy was it complicated like um see the process was kind of, kind of pretty easy because the SUD and that's the uh, there was a core business of uh, Josh Boyton um and Josh uh, he was a good friend of mine for for past few years we met few times even in Melbourne as well and um, I remember Josh was had enough in this domain selling business and he was trying to get out of it and uh, he just spoke to me and uh, at that time, I said, like, all right, we can have a think about it um, if we can take uh, take over the entire business. So we took uh, the entire business from him. That includes all the clientele. That includes all the domain inventory. And the best part was the server scripts. So one of our server scripts, Josh, Josh is a uh, is a is kind of a good techie guy, I can say, or uh, he know how to hire the best developers and um, use them for to get the work done. So one of the uh, server script he gave us at that time was like, it can just simply go and you, you throw in any site, for example, Forbes, and there are like multi-crawlers which run in a way rather than uh, some traditional crawling script in the market, which takes like uh, maybe like four hours or seven or six hours to crawl Forbes. That script can actually crawl in, in a matter of minutes. And in the matter of minutes, which can it can give you the entire thing. All right, these domains are available uh, in in the markets, ready to register up. So we we use them a lot uh, to um, pick it up, and then we use a lot of auction domains. Um, we use a lot of drop uh, cash domains as well. So that's that's how we purchase his entire business model. We acquired that thing. And uh, that, that's actually going good. But the only problem is we are not giving too much time onto it right, right now. Right. And uh, myself and Ravi, we, we do understand that that mainly all our focus is going in um, in uh, basically SEO agencies and SEO right now that we can't really give too much uh, focus. That's one of the reasons why we moved a big chunk of inventory from SCD into our PBN inventory as well, so that we can start utilizing those domains and get the recovery, recover the cost which we have spent it over there. Because uh, for SEO domains, we we have got a lot of managed projects, we have got a lot of uh, clientele which where we can um, get the return for those uh, domains straight away. <laughs> so that's that's one of the reasons why we are not getting much into that domain selling business anymore now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're probably going to slowly and slowly, we are on the process to wrap it up too. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Let's, let's distraction. <laughs> More focus. <laughs> 
that's distraction. That's yeah. that's what we are working right now. Yes. And uh, yeah, apart from that, we are in the process right now to start a creative agency as well. So when when it says creative agency is a lot of time it happens like the people who are having, for example, e-commerce guys who, who are having products but they do not know how to get all those shoots and everything done. That's where the creative agency gonna come into play. We, we're gonna tell them, all right, send us your product. We're gonna get all the models and we're gonna get all the uh, creative ideas, everything uh, initiated. And uh, uh, basically based on that, we will go and do the entire shoot done for them. And then- the, Is it like online or do you have a studio? It's gonna be a studio somewhere. We are in the process to actually hire a complete uh, studio as well. Oh, sweet. So yeah, that's that's um, uh, that's what's the idea is. I was in Pondicherry um, uh, basically a couple of months ago for, for the same process to get in touch with uh, with some of the creative um, engineers as well. Um, so yeah, that's the that's in the process. So maybe in, in next couple of months, um, we might gonna add that thing in our overall um, search combat bouquet as well. Awesome, brother. Awesome. <laughs> I hope everything works out with this creative agency because I see a lot of demand in the market and I think it can be a good uh, way to expand the portfolio of businesses and how you give value to people at the end of the day. And following up, uh, having multiple businesses, you know, there's multiple business partners that are involved. What yeah. would you say, like, uh, like I see in our communities, like, there's a lot of, you know, this partner did something and this partner did something. And when I talk to you, I feel like we have a quite good, uh, you know, like understanding of how to be direct and have good communication with the partners. Like, how would you say people who are having challenges with business partners or communication gaps, like how they can improve on that angle side of things? Yeah. Well, I guess the communication is the only tool which they can yeah. use to clear out all the doubts because yeah. um, it's just the lack of communication which create a lot of gaps sometimes. Yeah. So you can communicate much uh, with your partners as far as the partner is having a like-minded approach as well. So you can communicate much with them and uh, you can see kind of a bottlenecks and split the duties as well. You can see the bottlenecks in, in your complete business model and you can see, all right, I can handle this and you can handle on that particular bit. So it could be a lot more easy that in the less time we can have more focused approach together to reach our overall goals. So uh, split the duty is something, another thing what I have seen because everyone is having their own way of doing the things that sometimes they are right as well. So yeah. um, communication and um, having a focused and goal and approach is very mm. important to keep going in this business. Otherwise, you're gonna have a lot of conflict, yeah. and that's gonna end up with uh, yeah. with a split in the business. You know. Yeah, and what would I recommend, like um, my friends who are businesses and partners, like, yeah, just be direct with the conflicts. Just see if you can work things out, and if yeah. the conflict keeps repeating, you know, after months and years, like just basically end things it's okay you know like you're just not meant to be together and there's always something you learned having this partnership in place so yes take what you yeah. learned write down all the lessons and just move on and find a new business partner or just take it solo you know 
Exactly, exactly right. So uh, it's it's something really very important. I say uh, because I've got two different agencies. On one side, I've got my brother-in-law with me, and um, and on the other side, I've got uh, my my partner Ravi. He he's been um, we we know each other for the past sixteen years now. We did engineering together, and uh, so yeah, it's been a long time. So we we all know understand the mindset. We understand like what kind of mindset he has got, and and then there are there are plenty of things which I don't really get involved into, and he's the one who who is best to handle that thing rather than me. So whoever is best, just let them do the things, and if they really need the help somewhere, they're gonna come back and uh, ask us for for uh, what 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 is the best way to go ahead with this. So communication is the tool. That's yeah. that's where you said like a lot of there's no point of just uh, linger on your entire business model and your end goals um, by not um, understanding or not having a like-minded mindset. Yeah, communication is the goal. Communicate, being direct, and if it's not working out, let's just like just call it just quits. Just call it quits. You know, because yeah. I feel like some people just do things because they're scared. They can't do it alone. And that keeps them just getting that oh, same bullshit, same arguments over and over again until they are so stressed and fed up. And they're like, okay, this is not for me. Guys, just call it quits. If you see the signs and you communicate and you're not on the same wavelength, it's yes. okay. It's okay to end things, you know? It's okay to end things. That's true. Yes, brother. I, I feel like this <laughs> podcast, we covered a lot of things. and And yeah, there's so much value that people can actually get listening yep. uh to this conversation and just on yeah. a last note like wrapping this podcast up what do you think yep. is uh, the best ad seo advice you can give to our viewers watching because i feel like i tell them the same old thing keep things simple don't complicate yeah. there are people True. who will write things about ai this percentage this velocity this 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 just keep yeah, no, things simple it's, it's over complicated things in itself yeah. there is no just keep things simple go with the with the data because data is not going to get you wrong anywhere as far as you have collected right data and you know what is the approach i'm going to take it and you have a complete trust on it just go ahead with that and uh, yeah that's uh automate as many things as you as you can in your life so that you can um, you can get rid of this uh day-to-day -day dramas and you can spend more time with your family as well because by the end of the day it's more important to spend the time with the family otherwise there's no meaning of actually being in the business and earning a lot of money if you can't really celebrate that thing with your family and enjoy the small wins yeah, as well yeah, yeah, yeah. so let's say i've got a kind of a dominoes effect so if you got something bigger that's the kind of a big plans so it's important that you enjoy the small things which come in a way with your family, with your team, and so that and get everyone involved into it. That's that's how I do it. And um, I don't know about others, but for me, it's it's working great. Agreed, brother. Agreed. Thank you. Thank you. For all the listeners who want to find you after this podcast, Rowan, where, where, where they can just uh, find oh, you well. easily. Well, the best way is like um, just add me on Facebook and um, send me a quick message. That's the way to go. So just go to Facebook and search with my name, Rohin Dua. You will find my face. I hope there. Just um, hit me a message. And, and, all, uh, and all the guests, all the listeners listening, I'll also link up to all his social medias and businesses. Yeah. So if you want to check out, feel free and 
yeah, I, I think Rohin has been my mentor for quite a few years. He's guided me on a few things as well. And he's definitely uh, in the SEO industry to look out for. Definitely one of my top guys. And yeah, <laughs> thank you, Rohin, for being uh, in this podcast. Great. Thank you for your time. And thank you, sir. Yes. Bye-bye. Yes, and I'll, and I'll see you soon, brother. Yeah, sure. Good to. All right. Bye-bye.